Hi, Travel Junkies, Kara Custer Anders here, and I'm so excited to bring you our first official episode back in 2023. So if you're just now tuning in, make sure you catch the little mini episode that I released right before this just to get an update on what's been going on in our world and why Travel Junkie took a little pause. But have no fear, it is 2023 and I am coming to you with all the episodes this year. So first up today, I wanted to talk about baby moons and our baby moon to Oahu, Hawaii. And in a couple weeks, definitely check back because I am going to share a travel experience that is unlike anything I've ever been on or heard before. And that is a girl's trip we took using a company called Pack and Go, which we pretty much gave them a preference sheet and a budget and they surprised us with a trip that we had no idea where we were going until we opened the envelope at the airport. So that one's going to be a really fun episode. Going to be coming out to you guys here in a couple weeks on hashtag Travel Thursday. So for today's Travel Thursday, I wanted to share, like I said just a few minutes ago, our baby moon. Now, I know a couple of you are sitting back thinking, what the hell is a baby moon? Or what are these people doing these days? So let me just rip the bandaid off and tell you right off the bat, I had no intention of actually taking a baby moon. I, and for those of you that don't know what a baby moon is, I really don't know either. I just kind of took the term and rolled with it because let's be real. I just wanted a vacation and I figured like, getting ready to have a child was a really good incentive for my husband to want to go. So this is the way I pitched it to him was like, we need a baby moon. So a baby moon is essentially like a honeymoon, except for honeymoons come after the wedding, baby moons come before the baby. And as silly as that sounds, I highly recommend, no matter if this is your first child, your fourth child, your third child, your ninth child, your whatever child, I highly recommend going on a baby moon for every child that you're expecting, whether you're expecting it from your own body, if you're expecting it from a surrogate, if you're expecting it from adoption, I really do recommend it because I didn't realize how important that baby moon was for our relationship until we were there. And I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but I truly believe it gave us the chance as a couple, as a unit, as two of us before we came, became three of us, a chance to really check in with each other, find out what we're thinking, what fears we have with entering this new child to our family, um, from what we're excited about, what we're looking forward to, and just, just really having that chance to connect and be with each other. Now, this was our baby moon for our first child. But as we were sitting there on the beach, I told my husband that I want to make this um, a tradition that if we decide to continue our growing our family, that we have a baby moon for our second child. Um, because your world's changing yet again. And it's a different dynamic than maybe your baby moon for your first. But I really believe it's important to have that sacred time with you and your partner. And 
and for yourself. I mean, the world is about to change as you know it, and this will give you a chance to take a break, take a breather, to relax, but also get in touch with how you're feeling and honor those feelings. And let's like call it what it is. Vacations are amazing for relaxation. So before you bring a baby in this world, relaxation is definitely in order. So I'm off my soapbox on why I think everyone should have a baby moon for every child, but let's get into actually going on a trip and pregnant and all of the good stuff. I believe when we went on our baby moon, I think I was like 30, it was 30 weeks or 31 weeks. I was pretty far along. I know I was officially um, considered eight months pregnant. Now, before I continue, definitely get discretion from your doctor. Make sure that this trip is something you guys are able to go on. But for me, my doctor was like, that's totally fine. I just want you back close to home around 34 weeks. Um, so we started looking at places to go. And we were thinking just a beach ride somewhere, something simple, something easy, a quick little, you know, quick little drive. I'm from the Midwest. So if you're in the Midwest, you're probably laughing because when we say quick little drive for like anything in the 10 to 15 hour range, um, anybody not in the Midwest is probably like, oh, what? A quick, no, we fly anywhere over five hours. Um, but Midwestern here, so road trips for everything. So we were looking at, you know, Myrtle Beach. We were looking at um, different beachfront properties in Hawaii, both on the Gulf side. Um, just, we just started looking for all these places. And then I stumbled across a deal that it was just the same amount of money for us to rent a condo front property in Florida as it was to go back to Hawaii. So I ended up booking Hawaii. Um, it was so funny because my husband's like, no, he's going to kill me if, if he read and listens to this. He's going to kill me for sharing this story. So if you're listening to this, Tom, I love you. And it's funny and everybody will enjoy this story. But we were sitting on the couch and I was like, well, we could go back to Honolulu if you want to go back to Oahu. And he looked at me, he's like, we can't go back to Hawaii. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot that you are no longer any fun. You're just not fun anymore. And he turned around about 10 minutes later and he said, well, book freaking Hawaii. So we did it. We booked Hawaii. We booked our plane rides. Um, so the first thing I want to share, if you are traveling on your baby moon, if you are pregnant, here's a couple things that helped me make sure that I had a safe and um, safe flight there safe flight home. So the first thing I did is I actually went out and bought compression socks. I bought compression socks and that definitely helped with swelling. I did experience swelling on all of my flights. Um, some were not so bad and some got pretty swollen. So that was the first thing I did. The other thing is I made sure I was so hydrated. I hydrated the entire day before my trip. I, tr I hydrated the entire time on my trip. Um, and so that really helped as well just keeping the fluids moving forward and then for us we always fly southwest or typically fly southwest um, so we just made sure that when we boarded we either got the emergency exit row or we worked it where we didn't have a third person that way I had the ability to stand up in my seat stretch my legs out um, and kind of move about the cabin um, if you are in assigned seats or you're traveling with 
Southwest and you didn't get the emergency exit or the extra leg room sections, just know that it is totally okay for you to stand up and walk around on the airport, on the airplane. Um, unless, you know, of course, the, you know, stay seated, um, seatbelt sign buckle, seatbelt buckle signs on. But any other time, it's not frowned upon for you to get up and move and stretch. Um, and if you're eight months pregnant, everybody knows you're pregnant. So you totally have the clear to do pretty much whatever you want. Um, so that was a little bit about my flight things. We also carried those liquid IV packets to add to the water just to make sure I had good um, hydration, kept my blood pressure at the level it needed to be at. And aside from all of that, I didn't have any other issues um, traveling. Compression socks were the game changer for me. Now, we went back to Oahu. So I did an episode from our first trip to Oahu in the Big Island um, from uh, the summer of 2021. So we went back to Oahu mainly because it was easy and the deal we got and it was freaking Hawaii. And I told y'all I would be back. So this time was a lot more fun because we knew what to expect. We knew the places we wanted to check out and we knew the things not to do. Because if you've never been to Oahu or Honolulu, the first thing is it's a major city. I didn't realize how big Honolulu was until our first trip there. Um, so I was a little shocked when we first arrived, especially because on that trip, we went to the big island, then Oahu. So we went from pretty much the country to the biggest island, the biggest city I've been in. Um, this time we rented a car through Turo, which I will be doing an entire episode on Turo. It is the way to book a rental car. It's essentially Airbnb or VRBO or Verbo or whatever their company name is, except for cars. So you're renting somebody else's car, um, which was really, really, I just love, I love the app. I love that company. Um, so we'll be talking more on Toro in a couple of episodes. So we right off the bat booked us a car. Because we knew we wanted to um, try different parts of the island and just kind of have a car to go, go do what we want. So the first thing, not the first thing, but one of the things that we did, one of the days we spent when we were in Oahu is we actually drove to North Shore, which if you have been exploring or researching about Oahu, most people will tell you North Shore is the place to be. I do think it's pretty cool, but I'll tell you my favorite part of the island here in a few. Um, so what we did is we actually drove up to North Shore and spent the day there going to the beaches. And then the best part about North Shore is they have this like little section, this little empty parking lot. And I'm talking little, little that they have food trucks come every single day. There's probably about six or seven food trucks and then a bunch of picnic benches so that you guys can get the food, sit down and eat it. And let me tell you, if you are looking for authentic Hawaiian food, North Shore food trucks was the place to be. We had so much fun sitting there because it was very communal. Like just everybody on the island is so friendly. Everybody is sharing picnic tables and talking. And it's I, that's my favorite thing about Hawaii is just the camaraderie that everybody has. Um, but if you've been to any part of Hawaii, you know that roosters and chickens, are like their wildlife. They are running around town every which direction. So it was really fun to be sitting there and like these roosters are just like kind of bobbing by saying, hey, what's up? That snack looks good. Um, so the food trucks definitely recommend if you find yourself in Oahu. So that's part of the North Shore. 
Um, the other thing that we did is we got a, some really good suggestions the first time we came here from some locals, um, but we didn't, of course, have time to do everything they suggested. So Hawaii 2.0 means we get to do all of the things. So very top of our list for this trip was to make sure that we went snorkeling at Electric Beach. So Electric Beach is a little north of uh, Honolulu. It's not a far drive. It's kind of off the beaten path. So you definitely have to know about it. Um, so we first pulled up and we're like, yeah, we're going to snorkel. Like, this is great. We snorkeled at our resort before. Like, we brought our snorkel mask and our swimsuit and our flip-flops and our GoPro. Like, we're going to have a great day. So we're getting out of our car, packing up our flip-flops, our GoPro, and I mean, that's all the equipment we have. Our, we, have um, we have snorkel masks. That's it. Like, that's it. And so we were looking at all the cars around us, and all the cars around us are like full-on flippers and wetsuits and tanks. <laughs> and I looked at my husband, I was like, uh, are we like way in over our head? On top of it, I'm eight months pregnant. So we have to make sure we're staying extra safe. So we're like, let's just go get like the scene of it. Let's go check it out. So we get down to Electric Beach and all these people in these wetsuits and flippers are like going out swimming. We're like, oh my God, is this too dangerous for us? So we decided we're gonna, we're gonna try it. If we feel uncomfortable at any point, we're both very strong swimmers. We both very much have experience in the water and the ocean that we will just make sure we're taken care of and finish our trip. Um, but here's the coolest part is we had a fucking blast. Like it was so much fun. Not at any point did we feel overwhelmed or un incapable or underdressed for that matter. I will say flippers would have been nice just to be able to get a little bit farther because the waves would pull us back. So you'd be swimming a little extra harder. Um, but we had so much fun and the amount of wildlife that was just in this little coral we were at was so epic. We got to see some real cool fish. We got to see a turtle. So I have now been to Oahu two times at this point, And both times I have seen turtles swimming in the wild. So my first piece of advice, if you find yourself going to Hawaii, do not book yourself where you have to pay to go swim with the turtles. That is straight up a rot, like a highway robbery. Like there are natural turtles swimming in nature everywhere and you can go swim with them for free. The one big thing, if you don't know, it is highly illegal to touch the turtles. So just make sure you don't touch them, but you can swim alongside them and say, hi, hi, Mr. Turtle. So we had such a blast, not only snorkeling, um, which being eight months pregnant, snorkeling, it felt so good. Like I did not feel like I had added some weight. I just felt really free and it just felt really fun to swim. But we then got to see a couple turtles swimming, which was really cool. Um, so it was an experience for the books. I told Tom, I said, I cannot wait for this baby girl to come out. And she find out that when she was in the womb at eight months, she was swimming with some turtles. Um, I don't know if that's why I'm so drawn to Hawaii. Let's be real. It's just everything. It's everything. But the sunset was like hot pink and hot orange. And it was just these warm, sexy summer 
summer colors. Um, you know, I'm sitting here staring at a photo right now as I'm talking, and I still cannot believe that this was the sunset. Like, it is just gorgeous. It kind of came down into a cotton candy, like, purpley pink. Um, just, just gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. Now, the rest of our trip to Oahu for our baby moon was full of beach time and some more smoothies and of course some more adventures. So this trip we ended up checking out Waimeha Falls, which is like a botanical garden that is full of authentic Hawaiian culture and a lot of history involved as well. So you actually walk through this entire botanical garden, which is just freaking gorgeous. The botanicals and the flowers and the greenery, it was just absolutely stunning. And the best part is, is you immerse yourself in it. So you're walking through this nature path. Um, but alongside, there's actually different little huts that have, some of them are actually authentic huts um, that were there before they turned this into a um, visitor station. Um, but then they had different Hawaiians at those huts that shared uh, stories from their ancestors and shared stories of their culture and their history and normally my husband and I aren't into um, like history museums or um, tours like guided tours or anything but walking through this and being able to stop we found it so interesting on how they lived off the island and how the island they use certain plants to cure different things um, there is this one plant specifically that they used and would rub on their um, bodies and their bones um, for when the babies would sleep. And they truly believe that is why the Hawaiian history and culture is tends to be larger people is because this plant helps their bones grow big and strong. So just different, different things like that was really cool to learn. And then once you get to the end of the botanical garden, that's where you get to the waterfall. And it is so cool because it's not like any waterfall we've seen in Hawaii before where you kind of stand on the outside and look at it. This is a waterfall that you can physically immerse yourself into and they provide life jackets for free. So we dropped our, you know, keys and phones. We grabbed a life jacket and we jumped in the water and swam to the waterfall. I thought it was the coolest thing ever and Tom thought it was the coldest thing ever. He was freezing cold that he ended up getting out of the water a little bit earlier than I did, um, but it felt so good to me. I just hiked. I was eight months pregnant, so it was very refreshing. And then we got to swim over to the waterfall and let the waterfall fall down on top of us, which I just found it to be so neat to not just go to a waterfall, but to actually be in a waterfall. Now, a lot of people um, have asked me, you know, who would I recommend this hike to? I will say overall, this hike was very doable. There was a few moments for me, I had to sit and rest and catch my breath. Um, I did get a little lightheaded walking back, but part of that was just my lack of snacks and being eight months pregnant. So overall, they there's paved paths. So I would say this is a great hike for all members of the family. Mm-hmm.
Now we finished our evening sitting at Koala Beach, which if you listen to my previous Oahu episode, you know that is my favorite beach in Oahu. Um, I just love Koala Beach area to me. It's just that picture perfect uh, surfer Hawaiian town. But we were sitting on the beach just catching a couple rays, putting our feet in the water, and this bird guy came out of nowhere, and apparently he's here every day. We were talking to to some locals and some visitors and they're like yeah we always see him here this guy is like the bird whisperer like it almost reminds me of home alone with the bird woman um he literally could signal these birds to fly into the water come back to him fly over i mean it was the most bizarre entertaining thing i've ever seen is this grown man was literally directing at minimum 200 birds and i'm not even using a exaggeration like 200 there was birds everywhere and this man was directing them left or right we probably sat on the beach for a half hour watching this guy um it was a little bizarre but it was definitely an experience and when we went back this um fall we were like will we see the bird man um so i'll share about that and when we talk about our next YE episode. Um, so the last bit I want to share with you on our baby moon is the final night. We finally made it to this restaurant, um, which I'm going to have to look up the name. I think it's called... Um, Halewa, and so I'll have to double check the name, but I have seen so many other people go to this restaurant before because you literally sit inside a botanical garden for dinner overlooking this gorgeous scenery with a mountain right then and there. And when we arrived, we were blown away to find out there was a two and a half hour wait. But it was our last night of vacation. We've been dying to go to this place since our first time, so we toughed it out. We walked around the botanical garden. We talked in the car, um, and once we got a table, we understood why there was such a wait. Our server told us that people will sit out for two hours before they open at four o'clock just to wait for a table so they can have a table for dinner. And let me tell you, the food was 10 out of 10 worth it. The view of this place, 10 out of 10 worth it. And the staff, both times we went on our baby moon and again this fall, were incredible top-notch servers. So highly recommend this restaurant as well. Halela Joe's is what it was called. Halela Joe's. Um, but you want to make sure you go to the one um, that has the botanical garden. Totally worth it. I know the North Shore has a um, location as well, but that one's slightly different. Um, but this place was amazing. We had so much fun and some of the best food. My husband ordered a steak and when they were talking, they were talking a little they were talking a little fast, um, so they pretty much asked him if he wanted to add this, like, bourbon gravy thing, and he does not like any type of gravy anyway, so he walked away, and I was like, I'm really shocked you ordered that. He's like, the steak? Like, why is that shocking? And I told him, I'm like, no, you added this, like, bourbon, like, gravy on top, and he's like, are you freaking kidding me? These were, like, $40 steaks, so we're like, what did you just order? So they come to the table, they pour this bourbon 
bourbon gravy sauce on it and then light the steak on fire right at the table. So it was like a whole little experience. And then he cut into the steak and he was obsessed, including the gravy. So much so that when we planned our fall trip, we knew for a fact that we would come back to that place. Um, and I can't wait to share our meal when we talk about that because I had the best prime rib there. But overall, amazing restaurant, incredible vibe, totally that Hawaiian vibe restaurant. It was such an epic way to end our baby moon in Oahu, Hawaii this spring. So I share that with you today. Hopefully you get some laughs from our baby moon, maybe a couple tips or some inspiration to take your own baby moon. Um, and of course, I shared a couple little nuggets about the Oahu Island itself. Here in a couple episodes, I will be sharing the mystery pack and go trip that we did and again this fall I will um this fall we went to uh, a new island of Kauai Hawaii um so I'll be sharing our experience uh yet again in Oahu but also our adventures on the new Hawaii until next time safe travels to all my travel junkies